This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. You know, I've been in this industry for a long, long time. And you know, I got my start right there in Memphis, Tennessee. So what better person than to give a little intro to the only podcast in the UK that specifically talks about Memphis wrestling. That's right. We're talking about Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Folks, sit back, grab you a cup of hot tea. Hope you enjoy it. Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Got a doggone good-looking show lined up. This is the future, baby, and Jimmy Hart's here. You're not in the same caliber as I am. Who's the greatest wrestler in the world and why am I? You're acting like a hoodlum now. Come on, quit it! Hello again wrestling fans and welcome to the studios of the old bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling related podcast. We as all we as are as always the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. I am, a, I am as always, your host, Mr. Luke Jennings. Hoping the podcast finds you fine and dandy here in the first weekend of June. Unbelievably, we are halfway through the year. Just about halfway through the year. Where has the time flown? Listening to great retro wrestling podcasts. That's where the time's gone. Trust me, I do. <laughs> Don't forget to follow the shows at EmphasCast on Twitter. We were able to get news and updates on this and our sister show, The Monday Night Project, where we are covering the Monday Night Raw program from... We're currently hurtling towards the end of 1993, soon to be 1994, over there on the show. You can find that show and other great shows on the Place to Be Wrestling Network, such shows as Wrestling Chicken's Salad, NWA Saturday Special, PTBN's Main Event, Nation Invasion, Highway to the Impact Zone, and many, many other great shows. You can follow the show on Twitter at PTB and Wrestling. YouTube.com forward slash at MemphisCast allows you to watch the episode that we are covering today. Do you enjoy retro wrestling? I'm pretty sure you do. If you listen to this, then follow friends of the show Wrestling Memory Grenade on Twitter at Wrestling Grenade. And subscribe to the WrestleCopia Podcast Network on all good podcast suppliers, home of shows such as The Wrestling Memory Grenade, Monday Warfare, and my personal favourite, the Regional Wrestling Podcast. All this can be found on WrestleCopia.com and all good podcast suppliers. Also visit WhenItWasCool.com for podcasts, articles, and much more on retro pop culture, comics, wrestling, movies, toys, TV, history, and more. This week we're covering the 12th of March 1983. Last week we covered the 26th of February 1983, where we saw returns, new faces, impressive debuts, as well as all of the awesomeness, the usual awesomeness from the Memphis Territory. Before we head down to the history page... um. Just a quick one. This is only a twenty-minute episode. Um, I downloaded it and then realised it was it was like three hundred megabytes, where they're usually sort of nine hundred megabytes to a gig. Uh, I had a quick look. It's twenty minutes. I can. I. It seems to only be interviews or in-studio interviews and uh, footage from the Coliseum. It doesn't actually. For some reason, there's no in-ring um, action from the studio. Like I said before. 
I've got no control of what happens on this. Uh, the guy, Crispy Lettuce, he has got no control. This is obviously what someone has originally recorded back in the day. They obviously didn't want to see the matches, but we will give you the results as well as all the usual happenings around the world. So as you excuse me, may have noticed we missed a show last week. We missed March the 5th, 1983. On that show, we saw the Galaxians defeating Bobby Fulton and Ken Raper, Bill Dundee, Steve-O, Terry Taylor and Terry Taylor defeating Sabu, Kenya Kondori and Lou Winston. The Masked Stagger Lee defeated the Masked Marauder. We'll get to that in a minute. Jerry Lawler defeated Pat Hutchinson. Sonny King defeated Dave Johnson. The Bruise Brothers of Porkchop Cash and Mad Dog defeated Don Anderson and Flip Rougeau. And Jim Dalton and Dutch Mantel beat Adrian Adonis and Jesse Barr by disqualification. Now, um... This is st- this is the Memphis Stagger Lee. This is not the Mid South Stagger Lee, who was Junkyard Dog, but it's all um, I believe it's all based off a similar thing where um, the, the, the Sweet Brown Sugar was losing um, Loser Leaves Town matches, and then he's obviously becoming Stagger Lee. So the first one he lost, the first match he lost. He lost on March the 1st. Loser leaves town. Must be a winner. Bobby Eaton defeated Sweet Brown Sugar, the Mid-America champion, to win the title. They then had... Is that the only one? Is that the first one they had? Yes, that's the first one they had. He's still wrestling as Coco Ware on March the 3rd. He's ma- then, he's still, then he's managing March the 7th. Stagger Lee defeats Bobby Eaton to win the Mid-America title. March the eighth in Louisville Gardens, he loses a loser is Lee's town match as Coco Ware, but this would be because the as we saw last week they were advertising this the twenty sixth of February would have been then shown on the March the fifth in Louisville. So then that's how they got around that. And then he's that's the last time his Coco Ware is on March the eighth. Yes, that's the last time. And then so then we come to March the twelfth. We, I won't, I'll give the results at the end, just in case we see anything, but, yes. And then next week's show, we miss another week, and then we go on to March the 26th next week. So let's give you a, a roundup of what's happening around the wrestling world. On the 27th of February, 1983, NWA World Champion Ric Flair continues his tour of New Zealand against Mark Lewin, this time wrestling him in Dunedin. The Gillette Cup is held by the World Wrestling Council promotion in Puerto Rico, with Carlos Colon winning at Hiram Bithorn Stadium, San Juan, Puerto Rico, in front of 12,000 fans, also on the 27th. Georgia Championship Wrestling holds a show at the Omni in Atlanta. Ole Anderson and Buzz Sawyer defeat Stan Hansen and the Masks. Sorry, Ole Anderson and Buzz Sawyer battle Stan Hansen and Masks superstar to a draw. In a no disqualification match, Butch Reed defeats Uncle Ivan Koloff. Bruiser Brody battles Abdullah the Butcher to a draw. Paul Orndorff defeats the Assassin. Dick Murdoch defeats the Iron Sheik. Brian Blair, Tito Santana and Ray Candy defeat the Moondogs and Super Destroyer. Paul Orndorff defeats Joe Lightfoot. Bob Roop defeats Tom Pritchard. Also on the 27th AWA, holds a show in Denver, Colorado. Jerry Lawler, de- Jerry Lawler defeating Sergeant Rene Goulet. Rick Martel defeating Bobby Heenan. Mad Dog for Sean and Von Gonya defeating Sheik Adnan al Kaisi and Jerry Blackwell. Wahoo McDaniel battled Ken Patera to a no contest. Hulk Hogan beat Jesse Ventura by disqualification in an arm wrestling match. On the 28th, Ric Flair defeats Mark Lewin in New Zealand. Southwest Championship Wrestling. 
the Joe Blanchard promotion in San Antonio, Texas. They hold a show and the main event is Bob Sweetan defeating Tully Blanchard for the South West Heavyweight title. March the 1st, 1983, Mid-South Coliseum, Memphis, Tennessee. Here, we just covered this match. We just saw the results. I just read you the results. 4,573 fans. They witnessed Bobby Eaton defeating Sweet Brown Sugar in a loser-leave town match to win the Mid-America title. Third of March, Ric Flair still in New Zealand and once again defeats Mark Lewin. On the third again, WF champion Bob Backlund defeats WF Intercontinental champion Don Morocco in Monaco, Pennsylvania. Again on the third, AWA world champion Nick Buckwinkle defeats Hulk Hogan by disqualification in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Fourth of March, Ric Flair once again wrestling in New Zealand. This time, it's promoter Steve Ricard. He is defeating. On the 5th of March, WF holds a show in the... So it's the first ever WF show in the Bay Area in San Diego, California. 5,000 people. History made here once again by the WF. Jack Armstrong at uh, Fort the Great Yatsu to a draw. Black Zack Mulligan defeated Billy Anderson. Pat Patterson defeated Jerry Monty. Buddy Rose defeated Tony Guerrero. WF Intercontinental Champion Don Morocco defeats Jules Strongbow. Chief J Strongbow defeats Black Gordman. Pedro Morales defeated Superstar Billy Graham. We'll get to that in a second. Via disqualification. Andre the Giant defeated Mr. Fuji and Alexis Smirnoff in a handicap match. WF Champion Bob Backlund defeated Ray Stevens. And the main event saw Andre the Giant winning a 17-man battle roar. I had forgotten. Uh, this is the first time that we are recording since the passing of uh, one superstar, Billy Graham. Tributes and everything have been made and done over the uh, weekend on Twitter and on various podcasts, I would imagine. Um, growing up, I was two in 1988 and I got to see SummerSlam 88 on VHS probably when I was about four or five. One of my first VHSs of the WWF. Um, Watched it many numerous times. Billy Graham was there as the commentator, and um, yeah, I loved it. I like, I enjoyed his work as a commentator. I know he gets slated for um, sometimes doing his commentary and the way he did it, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, since then, obviously becoming a, a fan, I've seen some of his matches, and he's a you know is a a talent, one of, definitely one of a kind. So um, we, I posted on Twitter the other day. Last week that he he was here in 1979. He lost to Jerry Lawler. I think he did the loop occasionally. I think it must have been would have been 1979. Yeah, he did the loop um, for a week. I think <clears throat> lost to Jerry Lawler. So thoughts and prayers go out to the friends and family of one superstar Billy Graham. Back to the results on the 5th of March. NWA World Champion Ric Flair goes from one side of the world to the other. Tonight, he wrestles against and defeats Denny Brown on Georgia Championship Wrestling in Atlanta, GA. On the 6th of March, the Wild Samoans, managed by Captain Urbana, defeat the Strongbows to win the WWF Tag Team titles in Los Angeles, California. 7th of March, in Memphis, Tennessee, 5,657 witnessed Jim Dalton defeating Sabu via disqualification. Terry Taylor and Ricky Morton wrestling the Galaxians to a draw. Dutch Mantel defeating Jacques Rougeau in a loser leaves town match. Bill Dundee and Steve O defeating the Sheep Herders in a back alley street brawl match. Stagger Lee defeating Bobby Eaton to win the Mid America title. Southern Tag Team Champions, the Fabulous Ones, defeating Adrian Street and Jesse Barr. And the main event was Jerry Lawler defeating Austin Idol to win the CWA International title. Um, 
again with the loser leaves town matches. Dutch Martel was facing Jacques Rougeau on the loop. The last appearance of one Jacques Rougeau is on the 8th of March 1983 in the Louisville Gardens. We will not see... Oh, sorry, the last was March the 12th. Yeah, so the last was March the 12th in Nashville. Uh, we, we won't see him again on television. So uh, thank you very much, Mr Jacques Rougeau. He's uh, come in and gone. He came in as a as a young baby face French Canadian and he left as a cocky heel. So uh, see you uh, down the line. If you listen to the Monday Night Project, you'll see him uh, ten, in 10 years' time as a Quebecer. Uh, also on the 7th of March, Bob Bob Armstrong defeated Jimmy Golden to win the NWA Southern, sorry, the Southeastern title in Birmingham, Alabama, Texas Death in a Texas Death Match. Also on the show, Mr. Olympia won a tournament to get a shot at NWA World Champion Ric Flair. We continue on the 8th of March. The Kangaroos defeated Terry Allen and Scott McGee to win the global tag team titles in Tampa, Florida. Also on the 8th, AWA held a show in Salt Lake City, Utah. 10,400 witnessed Baron Von Raschke defeating Bobby Heenan via countout. The fabulous Moolah, excuse me, defeating Sabrina. Our own Jerry Lawler defeating John Tolos. Jesse Ventura defeating Hulk Hogan by disqualification. The High Flyers and Mad Dog for Sean defeating Sergeant Rene Goulet, Sheik Adnan Al-Qaisi and Jerry Blackwell. On the 11th of March, Chavo Guerrero defeated AWA World Champion Nick Bockwinkle by disqualification in the Sam Houston Coliseum, Houston, Texas. Also on that show, Tiger Conway Jr. and Mr. Wrestling 2 defeated Ted DiBiossi and Matt Bourne to win the, South, the Mid-South Tag Team titles. Uh, on the 11th, John, 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 <coughs> Jim, Jim Crockett Promotions holds a show in Hampton, Virginia, Coliseum, VA, VA, Virginia, I think so, 5,000 people witnessed NWA World Champion Ric Flair defeating Dory Funk Jr., Roddy Piper defeating Dick Slater, Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood won a tag team match against unknown opponents, Terry Shane and Joyce Grable won a tag team match against unknown opponents, and finally, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot to repeat. Oh, there's been a lot happening in the last couple of weeks in the world of wrestling. On the 12th of March, 1983, a big show for Jim Crockett Promotions takes place at the Greensboro, North Carolina Coliseum. 15,547 witness Jerry Briscoe defeating Ken Timms, Mike Rotunda defeating Rick Harris, Jim Nelson and Johnny Weaver defeating Red Dog Lane and Gene Anderson, Roddy Piper defeating Dick Slater, but not but did not win the Mid-Atlantic TV title as the time limit for the title portion of the match had expired. NWA World Champion Ric Flair battled Greg Valentine to a 60-minute time limit draw. Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood defeated the tag team champions of Sergeant Slaughter and Don Canoodle in a no-time-limit steel cage match to win the NWA World Tag Team titles. Also on the 12th, WF held a show at the Landover Capital Centre in Maryland. Eddie Gilbert and Tony Guerrero defeated Mr. Fuji and Sweet Hansen. Pedro Holmes defeated Johnny Rods. Ray Stevens defeated S.D. Jones. Rocky Johnson defeated Baron Macosa Cluna. Pete Sanchez went to a draw with Jose Estrada. Big John Studd defeated Chief J. Strongbow. Jimmy Snooker defeated the superstar Billy Graham in a Texas deathmatch. Andre the Giant won a battle royal. And the main event was WF champion Bob Backlund defeating WF Intercontinental champion Don Morocco in a Texas deathmatch. Also on that same day, the WF held a show in Baltimore, Maryland. Wild Samoan Sika suffers a broken hip in a tag team match and he is replaced for a time by the Samoan number three who would be played by Samu. 
On television, the injury was never addressed and old matches of Samoans played instead and they continued their run as tag team champions. What a different time we lived in in 1983. On the same show, Big John Studd defeated WWF champion Bob Backlund by disqualification. And finally, on the 12th of March 1983, Southeastern Championship Wrestling from Dothan, Alabama Television, the Mongolian Stomper turns heel on Austin Idol in an angle known as the Cure of for Idol Mania, where the Mongolian Stomper was a hired hitman for NWA World Champion Ric Flair. So we're there now, ladies and gentlemen. That was a long-winded results show for, for sure. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's head down to the event as we cover the 12th of March 1983 on episode 107 of the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Please enjoy. Still to go as we've got a six-man tag match. The fabulous ones will be here a little bit later on sitting with me right now as our guest commentator, Steve O. And Steve, I kind of uh, uh, feel bad about the fact that uh, a lot of the difficulties in getting back into the swing after your wrist and hand finally got in shape took place right out here. And a year and a half, you were out three operations. And son of a gun, the first thing the sheepherders do is go after that doggone hand. Well, you know, it's uh, thank you very much for the kind words. You know, a lot of people uh, had some kind words for me too. But it's something you know everybody goes through in life. They gotta you know step up and face things, like face the challenges. You know, after a while, you get to wonder though. You know, how many challenges, how many bridges do you have to cross? You know, three operations in three years. Maybe somebody's telling me something. Maybe uh, my destiny is sitting here behind the desk. I, I really don't feel like it. you know. I still got the energy, the drive, the desire to get in there and, and, and be very competitive. You know, but uh, after a while, you just gotta. Kind of wonder. Yeah, I guess. Well, I tell you what, we're going to give the folks an opportunity to see uh, some of the action that took place and what happened to Steve's hand. We've got so many outstanding bouts last Monday night at the Mid-South Coliseum. We've got a whole segment. We wanted to show you the highlights of many of the matches that took place, uh, least of which was a very important loser-leave-town match between Dutch Mantel and the big Canadian kid Jacques Rougeau. Let's take a look at this highlight segment. This is from the match that's just showed them in South Coliseum. Dutch Mantel versus Jacques Rougeau in the loser leaves town match. Jacques Rougeau just uh, took down Dutch Mantel with a uh, loaded right hand. He was doing that a lot last week against Terry Taylor. He was so footage last week, I think, when he was attacking Terry Taylor a lot. Jacques Rougeau just went for a drop kick, but Dutch Mantel head on to the ropes. You can hear that uh, that familiar old lady here shouting for the wrestling. Chocolate Joe blue trunks, white boots. Going against Dutch Mantel, black singlet, black boots. Oh, big right hand by Dutch Mantel, loaded. Goes for the cover. One, two, three. Dutch Mantel wins. Chocolate Joe, bye bye. We're now seeing footage of Jerry Lawler versus Austin Idol. Austin Idol, blue trunks. Blue tights, red boots, going up against Jerry Lawler, black, sorry, blue, green and white, holy shit, green and white singlet, white boots, Austin Idol in the corner, in trouble, getting pummeled with those right hands, holy shit, Jerry Lawler uh, beating Austin Idol like he was in money, like I said, I think last week we don't see Austin Idol much on television, 
but he's here a lot of times in the Midsouth Coliseum. He's in and out of here, he's in and out of Georgia, he's in and out of Southeastern, he's he's a very popular man, he's one Austin Idol. Oh! Jay Lawler beat him with a fist drop, holy moly! Three minutes, 54 seconds! Holy shit! Jay Lawler now, oh, throws fire, throws fire! Jerry Lawler just threw fire, much to the fans' pleasure in Austin Hurdle's face. And now seeing Dundee and Steve O against the Sheepheaders. I think that's Randy Hales. Sheepherd is now beating the shit out of uh, Steve O after the bell has rung. They're putting that hand across the uh, top rope. And oh, Steve O just took a shot with that lead pipe. The flag, uh, flags, flag staff. Steve O only just come back from a uh, hand operation, and the sheep herders are now exacerbating that injury. Randy Hales here on comment on the commentation station. Nice to hear Randy here this early. And again now with them. Oh! End of that flag. Across the hand of Steve O. We just we saw Steve O in the uh, in the studio with the Lance. He's got that hand. He's still got the hand wrapped up again. Jonathan Boyd now sticking that uh, bottom of the flag. That's in the Fabulous Ones versus Jesse Barr and Adrian Street. One, two, three. Steve Kern with a roll up there on uh, Jesse Barr. Jim Cornette now with powder in the face of Steve Kern. We're getting these uh, clips fast and furious here. Jesse Barr now with a pile driver to Steve Kern. Connor with some uh, water while he keeps spraying in the face of Steve Kern. Jesse Barr working over stand line. Adrian Street down, grab the belts off the table. Though Stan and Steve won it again while everybody else was in action. We saw last week where, um, or a couple of weeks ago, where Adrian Street and Jesse Barr were the tag team champions for a brief second. Um, because the um, the Fabs won, but the referee was drowsy, so Jesse Barr then put Adrian Street on top of Stan Lane, and then um, Jerry Calhoun thought that the Adrian Street had won, so there's a bit of confusion. Holy shit, what a fast count there by Paul Morton. Jesus Christ. Stagger Lee hates Bobby Eaton with a uh, drop kick and the fastest count in the world. By Paul Morton. Stagger Lee wins the Mid-America title in 12 minutes. Now one of the Bruise brothers comes in and attacks Stagger Lee with the bell ringing. Three on one now. Not sure which one. Of, it's not pork chop. That's one of the other ones, I think. Three on one now here on Stagger Lee. Probably trying to take the mask off. Trying to take the mask off of Stagger Lee. They're trying to reveal him. 
crowd are going bananas. Actually, someone must be coming down. Here comes Jerry Lula. Jerry Lula. Big round. Big round. Big round. Takes on the first family. Oh. And again. Lula working over the bruised brother Bobby Eaton. And Jimmy Hart. Whew. A lot of action you got there on March the 7th. It's a Coliseum. Right there from the Coliseum, Steve. I think this is an awfully good place to be. <laughs> Take yeah, well, your you mind know, it is. You know, after watching that film, though, you know, it's something about after a football team watches the films, you know, of, of their victory. You know, in our hands, we're raised in that match. But, you know, the, the fact that they had to, you know, they weren't man enough to accept that they had to attack you after the bell was over. And after, you know, two on one. They used a brass bar, too. Well, yeah, I see him. I know all about that. I, in addition to that, I know uh, that it's costing Mr. Cornett one hundred dollars a day. Let, let us come down here in the uh, working parlor, Jimmy. Possession is nine tenths of the law, Lance. Let me ask you something. I recall about six months ago, I stood out here and said I'd be one of the top managers in professional wrestling, and nobody believed me, and I did it. And two weeks ago, I stood out here and I said that we would have the Southern Tag Team Championship belts, and we. We've got them, so that means that I know what I'm talking about, and we've got a handicap match coming up. Is that right against the that fabulous one? Well, I don't three. care how high they can jump, how low they can crawl, or how far on either side they can run. They will never get past two men like this to get to me. They'll never lay their hands on me once. Right, Adrian? No way. If they think they're going to get to him, they're going to come through me and Jesse the Executioner first. There's no way. No way. They can't even beat the two of us. We beat them like a pair of dogs. And now we've got a third man in there. Can you imagine where that's going to leave them? And these guys, they're just... They, they, they say that imitation, imitation is supposed to be the sincerest form of flattery. But I find it's an insult. These two guys have bleached their hair blonde to try and look like me. You see this? This is my music. This is my music. I don't need, I don't need other people's music to come in. I don't sort of go picking whatever happens to be top of the pops and go in. This is mine and this is top of the pops. This is better than Elvis Presley. Far better than Elvis Presley. I've sold more records in Europe than Elvis Presley's uh, sold. These guys, they go in there with their bleach blonde hair, trying to look like me. They look like two little ugly ducks. Two ugly little ducklings trying to look like a beautiful swan. Me, the beautiful swan. Well, well the match is made. It'll be Jesse Barr We showed them what we could do last week, but they got off very lucky because they're still walking around. If they try to lay one finger on Jimmy here, they'll never walk again. I'll break both their legs if I have to. Mm -hmm. Are you going to stand there and tell me he can't do it? I want to see him do it, and that's the reason the match is made. Jimmy Cornett, Jesse Barr, Adrian Street will be going against the fabulous one, Stan and Steve, and it'll be a handicap match you'll be interested in see. Right now, we're going to take time out. We've got more action coming up, and we'll be back to it in just one moment. I'm sorry the wait is so long, but we're delighted that so many folks want to come up and join us right here. We're going to be in the ring in just a moment. and going to be telling you all about the action coming up the Mid-South Coliseum. Also, the complete action. But right now, we are being visited by Jimmy Hart, part of the first family. You know, Russell, this is great. I mean, you stood out here last week along with me, and we heard Eddie Marlin say, and I quote, Jimmy Hart, if you and Bobby Eaton can take the mask, and I say mask, 
off of Stagger Lee and prove that it is Coco Ware, then I'll make him leave this territory for one year. Am I right or that's wrong? correct. Okay. Absolutely. That's exactly what we were doing in the ring, baby. We were trying to take the mask off of Coco Ware, and that's what, that's what Eddie Martin told us to do. We did for once in life what Eddie Martin asked us to do and told us to do is take the mask off. And then here comes Jerry Lawler, man, the cavalry. He comes out from the back and wants to interfere with us. Well, let me tell you something, baby. We've got all of them right exactly where we want you this time. You know, everybody's saying, don't worry, baby. I'm going to turn you loose, baby. Man, but let me tell you, you know, everybody says, How bad are the Bruised Brothers? Well, I'm gonna show you how bad they are, baby. Get a shot of this. You don't make the front cover of this nationwide, worldwide magazine overnight, man. That's how bad they are. Aren't they cool, man? Tell them how bad we are, baby. We are so bad. We are so bad. You know, I woke up last night and I was hitting my own self. Bam, bam. You know, how, I, that's how bad I am. You know what I mean? So bad, I walk in the bathroom and I saw myself in the mirror and I start punching myself. <laughs> That's you know why? You know why? Because I wanted to know how tough I was. That's how bad we are. You know what we are the baddest men in professional wrestling. Now, Jimmy, I want you to tell them, because I don't want to talk to them bunch of hillbillies out there. <laughs> well, like I said before, you want to know how bad? You're going to see how bad, because now what they've gone, they've got Lawler, Coco Ware, and Dundee, and that's just what we want, right, beautiful Bobby? Tell them, baby. First of all, everybody knows Stagger Lee is Coco Ware, and everybody knows today that he's got the Middle America belt, but nobody knows how he got it. One thing I do know, Lance, and Jimmy, you know, too, he's a thief, he's a turncoat, because Coco Ware, Stagger Lee, whatever it is, could never beat me because I'm too good to wrestle. Now he's got two guys backing up, Lance. Jerry Lawler, his partner, and Bill Dundee. These guys are nothing but guys who are going to stay in the back and they're going to watch Coco Ware go down because I guarantee you, Eddie Marlin told Jimmy Hart and he told myself, if we take that mask off, he's going to be gone for one year. So I guarantee you this, and I guarantee you, I'm going to promise to you, Coco Ware, I'm going to take your mask off and you're going to leave for one year and I'm going to leave you, Lawler, and I'm going to leave you, Bill Dundee, with these two bad men right here. These two bad men right here. We're going to get that on y'all too. Hey, baby, I want you to hold Bill Dundee. I want you to hold Jerry Law and leave Stagger Lee to beautiful Bobby Eaton. Stagger Lee, I'm going to take your hood off, Daddy. And when it's all over with, the Bruce Brothers, beautiful Bobby Eaton, and my manager, Jimmy Hart. I love you, Jimmy. And like I said before, baby, I promise you this. I will stand in the middle of that ring, and it will be the greatest day of the family's life. Come on, baby. We're mad, baby. This time it won't be four on one. It'll be more even odds. coming up Monday and I did in fact want to bring to your attention all of the action that will be taking place at the Mid-South Coliseum. Remember you can get your tickets on sale up until 5 o'clock today and of course all day on Monday an opportunity to see all of the... I've got a uh, flashing colour on, there's reds, there's greens, there's yellows, everything's flashing. Sunday the March the 13th is flashing 3pm, it's all very uh, high tech here on the Memphis Wrestling Cast. Content to wrestling cast. I don't even know the name of the podcast. Wars. On Monday, as I said, but today up until five o'clock, and of course you can get them up until match time tomorrow at the Coliseum. Opening bout's going to be Galaxian.
courtesy of the sheep herders, will be going against Jonathan Boyd, and it is assured that Boyd is going to have one hand tied behind his back so that he's not going to have any advantage in terms of battling Steve O. That's all tomorrow afternoon, 3 o'clock the time at the Mid-South Coliseum, an opportunity for you to see all of that wrestling action. We hope maybe you'll get everybody out. Good day to bring the family down from wherever you are because you've got plenty of time to get there and you'll be able to get it together and get on back to wherever your home may be before dark time. Coming out right now, two of the greats of wrestling. The superstar, Bill Dundee and Jerry the King Lawler. Billy and Jerry, and you saw... Bill Dundee looking very dapper in a nice uh, suit and tie. See how you even got me thinking that? Stagger Lee right there, brother. That's right. Now let me tell you something, Bobby Eaton and Jimmy Hart. You know what you look like standing out here? You look like an Oreo cookie, brother. You know what that is? That's the cream between two drowns. Two cookies, brother. Well, this guy's going to eat one of the cookies and I'm going to eat the other one. And sweet Stagger Lee, he is going to be all over you eating. Take a look at that belt, boy. I bet your belly's thundering around you eating with envy. Now, I'm not bragging, but when the king and the superstar get together, there ain't no team in the whole wide world can beat it. And when we got old Stagger Lee here, brother, we're going to jump Lee, all over you. Stagger Lee? <laughs> you know, I know Bobby Eaton, this, this is the last time you're going to see this belt because this is old Stagger Lee because who they're talking about Stagger Lee? You know, they're talking about how bad they are, the bruised brothers and everybody. They ain't nobody going to get old Stagger Lee mask. Not guarantee you that last brother. Who's that talking about Stagger Lee? Who's that? Who's okay, well, at least we'll have an opportunity to see the three of them together and not just Stagger Lee by himself. That's all tomorrow afternoon the Coliseum. We're going to take time. I'll be back with action in a moment. You can see those coats glistening away. Let's get them over here. The fabulous one. Okay, Stan and Dynamite Shape and you guys just keep on doing your thing, and uh, as a matter of fact, you keep those southern tag belts warmed up uh, and ready to go, even though sometimes they're not exactly in your possession, Steve. Well, they're not exactly in our possession right now, Lance. You are the champion. Yeah, well, we appreciate that, Lance. You know, it's really hard to come out here and do an interview about Adrian Street and Jesse Barr because they're so different, you know. 
one's a man and the other's uh well, well i'm not really sure what it is and i don't want to get myself in trouble with the gay liberation out here but i'll say this you know i really appreciate y'all carrying our belts around because they've gotten awful heavy in our bag and i notice that it isn't doing you a lot of good just to be wearing them you know adrian street that's about the closest you've ever come to being a man is to carrying that belt the other place is about the closest you ever come to being a man is when you stand in here between us and i'll say i'll tell you something bring jimmy Cornette. you know jimmy Cornette started off his career with a bang first he went through dutch mantel then he tried to sign superstar he's tried to sign jerry lawler he's tried to sign all the greats i will admit that but now he's got two halfwits. He's got Jesse Barr, who was a, was a great amateur. I'll take nothing away from him there. But right now he's got a partner, Adrian Street, that I just, yeah. I'm, I'm really keeping my mouth shut. I, I like to lay back and not say anything. I like, let, let's stay and talk. He's a little bit better talking to me, and he won't get us in trouble. Okay. You know, last night I just got to say this, it's going to be short and sweet. Uh, Steve and I can't wait till tomorrow, Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock, to head to that Mid-South Coliseum because Jimmy Cornette's going to be in the ring, brother. Again, a guy that probably knows nothing about wrestling, a guy who probably never participated in any athletic sport in his life. He probably spent the better part of his whole life playing with Barbie dolls in his rich mama's house. That's why along with Adrian so well. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And speaking of his rich mother, you know, he wouldn't even be in this profession if it wasn't for his rich mother. All that money, money buys almost everything. Lance, as you know, it's also the root of all evil. But let me tell you something, Jimmy Cornette. Steve Kern and Stan Lane have several things to say to you, and that's this. Jimmy Cornette, Tell Jesse Barr your mama. Your mama. Tell Adrian Street your mama. And tell your mama your mama. Okay. Fabulous ones. We're ready to see him in action. And brother, when you see him in action, you are seeing a really dynamite tag team go. So ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the episode. Just a quick uh, recap of the results. Obviously we didn't see any action, but we would have seen the Mask Galaxians defeat Bobby Fulton, Tom Melee, Sabu defeating Robert Reed, the Sheepherders defeating Jim Dalton and Craig Carson, Bobby Eaton and the Bruce Brothers defeating Carl Fergie, Ken Raper and Dave Johnson. Excuse me, I'm drinking this, a, a nice cool Brooklyn Pilsner. So that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Next week we're covering the 26th, so there's going to be another two weeks, there's going to be another week gap. But once again, we will keep you updated with what's happened and what's uh, happening here and what's happening around the rest of the wrestling world, as we do. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for your continued support. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter, at MemphisCast, where you're able to get news and updates on this and our other show, The Monday Night Project. Please give that a listen. All good podcast suppliers, as well as here and our home, the place to be, Wrestling Network. You can also, if you want to... Uh, I know there wasn't much action, but if you want to watch the show, you can. The uh, link is in the description below, or you can go to youtube.com forward slash at MemphisCast, where you can find this and a few other various little videos that pop up now and again. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank you very much to the fine folk of Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you very much to Lance Russell, Dave Brown, Steve-O, and Jerry Jarrett. And until next time... Ta-ta!